Hello, black child. It's so good to know you're here. Do you know how much you mean to us? You are our everything. You are the best parts of us. You are absolute joy. You are absolute love. You are safe. You mean so much to the world. As we honor you, our future, we celebrate those who came before us and promise to continue honoring them and loving each other. Most importantly, loving you, Black child. Close your eyes, as long as it feels safe. Are you there? Great job. Take in a deep breath. Filling your belly with as much air as possible. Now slowly, breathe out. Try it again. In, filling your tummy up like a pool floaty. And out. Great work. Do this one more time on your own and let your body relax completely. Imagine that your legs are getting heavy almost as if they're filled with water. There is water flowing back and forth. It's in your legs and your arms. They're getting heavy too. Water is flowing in any and all of your limbs. It is flowing like a great river. You feel your toes. You feel your feet. You feel your legs and your arms. You feel your tummy and your back. Water is flowing everywhere. And the water begins to slow down. Slower. Slower. And it goes still almost like a peaceful day at sea. Every part of your body is relaxed. You keep breathing in and out. Let's think of the sea. In the sea, there are 
beautiful schools of fish. They come in all different colors. What's your favorite color? There's a fish that's that color. There they are, swimming together. They're sure of where they're going, but they are in no rush. There are dolphins too, making their own music and chatter. The water around you is turquoise, but now in the night sky, it's a little bit of a darker blue. The sounds of waves and seagulls mixed together. A glowing pink ball floats, and then you see rays of light come out from under it. It's kind of far away, but you can tell. It's a jellyfish. At the very bottom of the seafloor, there are orange stars stuck. Starfish. Relax as you experience all of these things. The sea, the fish, the waves. Breathe in and out. The sea is quite beautiful, don't you think? It's just like you. Just like you. Think about it. You have life in you. You are life, just like the sea. Your limbs and tummy and back are all connected like parts of a river feeding to the sea. Breathe in and breathe out. There are different individual parts of you, cells. Just like there are different and individual beings in the sea. Breathe in again. And breathe out. Yes, you are filled with wonderful parts in your wonderful body. So let's be grateful for our bodies. Say, thank you, body. Say, I love you, body. Your body loves you back. Now, relax. Today's proverb comes from Senegal. 
it is. A lobster loves water, but not when he's being cooked in it. What does this mean? It means that sometimes something fun can turn into something difficult like a problem pretty fast. This doesn't mean we should be scared of everything. No, that would make life terrible. What it does mean is we should be aware, open, and stay curious. Things may not be what they seem. Sure, sometimes that can make a situation tough, but other times, things can be better than you'd ever imagined. Repeat after me. I am loved. I am cherished. I am aware. Nice job. Now, lay down in bed. We have two stories for you tonight. Both are about being aware and figuring something out. So, let's begin. Midnight Brigade It was the time of night when the moon looked like a bright smile at the highest point in the sky. Speckles of white dotted the night for as far as the eye could see. Keisha and her mother sat talking at the side of her bed. Keisha wore her blue nightgown with Starla McLean, only her favorite action hero, in a power pose right on the front. Her mother took her green scarf with the yellow lightning bolts and wrapped it carefully around her head. As they mumbled a few more words, her mom kissed her, two on each cheek and one on the forehead, and turned off the lamp. The toys knew this routine very well and waited until they heard snores before inching out of the closet. First, Terry, the soldier Keisha's brother kept leaving in her room. Terry tiptoed out, which was hard because his feet were glued together. But tip, tip, and out. Next, Yelena the twirling ballerina whizzed out. She had asked Terry to crank her bass this usually meant she would spin so fast that she launched into the air with ribbons twisting so she looked as if she had wings flittering so fast the reds, greens, yellows, and every other color came together in a hazy rainbow. Finally, Starla put two feet on the ground, her brown skin and purple hair flying in the wind, the wind that was coming from Yelena's liftoff. The three met in the middle of the carpet. They put their hands in the center and said, Midnight, unite. They looked to the walls. Tonight was the night. The chasers would be here again. The chasers were two figures that would appear in the middle of the night. They ran around the room, but no one could see their feet or ever seem to catch them. The toys were scared the chasers were after Keisha and her family. They couldn't let that happen. So, they chose Starla, Terry, and Yelena to catch the evil chasers and stop them from wreaking havoc in the room. 
The three began their mission. Starla and Terry cranked Yelena's base, and she flew off again. Only this time, she landed on the top of Keisha's nightstand. They'd practiced this. She threw her pink ribbon, the longest one, down the side of the table. Terry grabbed on and climbed up slowly. Ugh. 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 Finally at the top, they threw Elena's pink ribbon again and together lifted Starla to safety. At the top of the nightstand, they could look directly out the window into the night sky. It was so beautiful, but there was no time to waste. The chasers would be here any minute. They jumped on the bed one by one and crawled to the end. Keisha laughed as Starla accidentally slid by her toe. She must have been ticklish. The three stopped, frozen in time, until Keisha stopped laughing. They all breathed a sigh of relief until, right behind Keisha, they saw them. The chasers. It was time to finish their plan. Yelena lifted Terry. He was only three inches tall after all. Then Starla lifted Yelena. All together, stacked up, they would be just tall enough to reach the windowsill. There, they could close the window and trap the chasers. Then, they could finally find out why they were here. Terry jumped off first. Yelena pulled herself up, and they used the ribbon one more time for Starla. Just as Starla's feet touched the windowsill, they heard a voice. Ready for battle, they turned to meet the chasers, but it was Keisha. Starla? She said in belief. The Midnight Brigade wanted to scream. Keisha could never know they were alive. That would break the toy code of honor. But as quickly as she said the words, she fell back asleep. The toys looked away. This was too many close calls for one night. They hustled for a way to close the window and trap those chasers for good. Try as they might to close the window, it was so hard. They were all worn out when they looked across the street at the park. Right past the footbridge were two grown-ups throwing leaves at each other. The Midnight Brigade stood on the windowsill, looking as they saw the two running back and forth in the moonlight. Then Yelena noticed something. As the grown-ups moved back and forth, the chasers did too. Terry whispered, What's happening? Do they know each other? The others looked on. Starla's face froze, her eyes wide and mouth open. I think they are the chasers. Look! She grabbed one curtain and pulled it to the center, saying, Yelena, pull this side. And Yelena did. Starla smiled as if she'd just solved a million-piece puzzle. Do you see the chasers now? Terry and Yelena stared at the wall. But they weren't there anymore. The chasers were gone. I don't get it, said Yelena. Terry tickled his head, confused. 
The chasers aren't evil fighters, they're just people in the light. Look. She pulled the curtain again. When we open the curtains up, we see the chasers doing what they're doing, right? It's like a reflection or something. Yelena and Terry were amazed, but still very confused. That's when Dina the Dino slowly came out of the closet. She pleaded, Would you three please quiet down? Keisha might wake up. Starla stopped her friend saying, Dina, we just discovered something. The chasers, they aren't evil. Oh, you've caught them, said Dina. That is a good reason to make noise then. No, Starla replied. They're just some kind of weird reflection. You know, like in the mirror. Dina had never seen the chasers, so she wasn't sure what Starla was saying. Yet, as she pointed in their direction, Dina stared. Starla, these are the chasers? All three of the Midnight Brigade nodded. Well, these aren't just shadows, Dina replied. They aren't reflections, but they, they show up when anyone stands in the light. When you block the light from getting in that place, it's dark. See, so it makes a shadow. You have them too. Terry yelped when he looked down and saw his own shadow. Yelena giggled playing with her shadow, twirling and twisting. Starla stood in the window so her shadow would get really big on the other wall, like the chasers. She now looked eight feet tall. Terry, shocked by this discovery, had a thought. So I guess shadows are good. They're proof that you're standing in your light, huh? Dina smiled. Yes. <laughs> and you can't have one without the other. There will always be darkness and light. With that, the Midnight Brigade and Dina all went into the closet for a restful evening. Keisha woke the next morning, unsure of what she'd seen. Had her toys really been crawling on her bed and climbing up the windowsill? No, it couldn't be, could it? As she got out of her bed, Keisha felt something smooth under her feet. She knelt and picked up a lone pink ribbon, just the kind that was the longest on Yelena's dress. Keisha smiled and got started with her day. Well, well, well. That was different, wasn't it? <laughs> the Midnight Brigade set out to fight the evil chasers, or so they thought. By staying aware and curious, they figured out that the chasers didn't exist at all. They were just shadows. If they weren't paying attention to the things around them, they may not have realized it. But using their smarts, and with some help from Dina, they learned an important lesson. And with a bit more awareness, Keisha may even figure out their secret. <laughs> Our next story is from Senegal. It's about a set of friends who found themselves in a prickly situation. 
The Hedgehog and the Dog Hedgehog and Dog were formerly good friends and grew bananas together. When their bananas were grown, Hedgehog used to go look at them every day. My, 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 what beautiful bananas! And when at last they were ripe, he invited Dog to go with him and eat them. When the two friends reached the foot of the banana tree, Hedgehog tried and tried to reach the many bananas. Dog, meanwhile, stood on his hind legs, reaching up and took the fruit. He found the bananas so good that he did not stop until he had eaten them all. He did not give a single banana to Hedgehog. When the dog had eaten the last banana, Hedgehog said, Hmm, now let us play a game that I often play with my brothers. You must take a bamboo stick, sharpen it at both ends, and when it is sharp, you must stick it in the ground at the foot of the tree. Climb the tree and jump down, trying to miss the stick. Dog, full to his brim, was willing to play this game. When the setup was ready, he invited Hedgehog to jump first and even helped him up the tree, unlike before, so his friend wouldn't have to climb alone. Hedgehog jumped first, and he was not hurt. Though the bamboo had pricked him, it didn't feel any different than his quills. Then came the turn for Dog. He jumped and sharp bamboo. As Hedgehog looked, he laughed and left, calling out over his shoulder, Ask your banana skins to help you now. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed that story. It seems Dog made a decision that left his friend hungry, but Hedgehog stayed aware. He paid attention to Dog's actions. Even though he and Dog had a good friendship, he noticed that things weren't going so well anymore. Kind of like the lobster from our quote earlier, who loved the water until it got hot enough to cook him. (laughs) Yet Hedgehog was friends with Dog until he realized he didn't treat him like a real friend. Others should treat you well if they want to stay your friend. And well, he got him back for eating all those bananas. Maybe if Dog was a bit more aware, he would have thought about how much it might hurt to fall on those bamboo sticks. And he would have thought about how much it would hurt his friend to have nothing to eat. So, it seems they both learned a lesson. As we end our time together, don't worry. We'll be back to help you rest. Remember, stay curious and stay aware. Don't be scared. You are safe. You could be like the Midnight Brigade and learn a brand new fact. Or you could be like Hedgehog and realize you need to stand up for yourself in a unique way. Use everything you notice and feel. Trust yourself and go from there. Trust yourself. 
As always, it was fun spending time with you. Whatever you do, don't forget, we love you. Good night, Black Child.